My daughter is away. She's about to do what she's about to do. And she's about to show what the girls should have done. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Facts of Life. I'm your host, Zakia. These are the facts of my life. And I have a special guest this week. Introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know this. It's such a weird oh, thing. Shit. Um, I just say my name or whatever. Yeah, you can say whatever you oh, want to okay. say. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, somebody asked me for my opinion, so I decided to swing by. No. My name's Ari, and I'll be with the kid this week. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So I have Erie here because um, on one of the episodes, she like responded and um, she was talking about because I was like saying I want to talk about racism and like I guess it was a good conversation um, like via text, you know, and she has some opinions about it. So I just thought it would be cool to have her up here um, because. Besides that, I feel like, I don't know, Aries is mad funny. <laughs> and we be having good-ass laughs. And it's just so fun. I was just thinking about this today that, um, what was I going to say? Like, Aries and Dez, like, they remind me of, like, my friends from middle school. Like, you know, in middle school, we used to watch mad TV shows like That's So Raven yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And I feel like every time we talk or if we're in a group chat, like, we just have... Well, they have more inside jokes, but it's like, it'd be, just be funny. Like, the, the, re- the dynamic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. we'd be referencing stuff on TV and stuff, so that's what... Whatever. Okay, so... Um, today, I don't really have an agenda, so excuse me if we're jumping all over the place. But we want to talk about racism and our experiences with racism. Um... Coming from an inner city, like I stated before, I grew up with nothing but black people. The majority of people I grew up with are black. Um, And I haven't had, like, any real experiences with racism. I feel like my first real experience was here in Texas. Um, Like, I was living um, near Katy, and I wanted to go to the hookah bar. And I've been to this hookah bar before, and I, the owner, I don't know if it was just like he was filling in for somebody or what the case, whatever the case was. But the first time I went, like the guy was like, I don't want to say Arab, but he was Indian, obviously. He was of Asian descent. Like yeah. if you want to be diplomatic, right? <laughs> so, um, and it was fine. And then like I tried to go back another time, and it was a white guy there, and. I was just saying, like, oh, you know, is it BYOB? You know, I was just double-checking before we went. Did we go to that one? No. I feel like that happened at a different place. We went to the hookah bar, and, the, and it was BYOB, the and then he tried to charge you. And you were like, nigga, I got Amsterdam in the car. Yo, what what hookah we bar was that? We were on Westheimer somewhere. This we was, were? like, after um, Trap Karaoke. Oh, no, it wasn't him. Okay, it wasn't okay. that hookah bar. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you went to Trap Karaoke? The first one, I think. The one oh, in December. December. Okay, yeah. It was yeah. In December, All yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm thinking it was the summer. Why I don't remember like, you had on shorts. Yeah, but it, <laughs> it was, was hot, hot that day. Yeah. yeah. It was hot, but it didn't, It got cold later on yeah. that night. So I was stupid as hell. But anyway, um, I'm still not in the shot. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like mad close, but... 
Um, no, it was a different hookah bar, and basically what happened was the guy was like, oh, no, it's no BYOB because it was an incident the night before. So I'm like, okay, like, that's strange. So then I tried to go another time, and I called before I went, and I was like, oh, is it BYOB? And he was like, no, he said the same exact thing that he said before the first time I called. So then, I don't know. I don't know if I tried a third time, but whatever time I tried, I went there just to see if he was going to say the same thing. And I went inside, pretended like I was going to get hookah, and then I pulled out my thought juice, and he was like, no, I can't serve you. He was like, didn't I talk to you on the phone? He was like, I'm not serving you. And I was just like, okay, and I left. But it was like another couple in there, and I can't remember if they had liquor or not. I don't remember. But either way, it was just like he lied basically because he didn't want to. I feel like he didn't want black people there because they were going to bring liquor, you know. So that was my first, I guess, first real experience with racism that I've caught on to. I'm not saying that I've never been in a situation where it's been racist, but um, this is the one I've caught on to as an adult because, like I said before, I've haven't grew up with a lot of white people I went to white people I, I went to white people I went to school with white people in elementary school and some parts of middle school but other than that all my friends have been black so yeah go ahead because well, I feel like you have some yeah. really good points about um your experiences so go ahead and share I guess like my background I guess you brought up a good point like that was the first time that you caught on and that you noticed mm-hmm I guess to start, um, I mean, I've grown up in the South my whole life, and I think there's this stigma that down South people are more overtly racist, Mm -hmm. and I happened to go out of state up North for school, and I realized, like, wow, like, that's not really the racism that people are combating, like, I think subtle racism is worse, because you have people who really have no other point of reference to how black people are besides stereotypes because, like you said, they live in their own communities. Like, mm-hmm. how you said you only live around black people. And I know you had mentioned, like, you know, when you were coming up, it wasn't like, oh, okay, black girl magic, this, this, that. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm black. Like, nobody really tells you you're black until you go somewhere and you're not amongst each other, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. So I think I had a very um interesting experience with that. And then it kind of opened my eyes to, like, classism within, like, the whole race thing. Because I was around black people. And it's not to offend anybody, but it was just kind of like, okay, I'm around all these black people who grew up as tokens. Like, they used to being the only black person. And so when I would point out certain things, it just would make me sound like I was a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) (laughs) And then one day, you know, they'd be Mm -hmm. like, you know, what you said about this? Like, I noticed that now. Like, you're actually right. But I guess, like, since I have grown up in Houston, it's like... I've grown up around everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's not just white people. It's not just black people. You know, it's Hispanics, whoever. And I always have friends of different races. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Houston is really diverse in that sense. Um, you know, when it comes to different races, ethnic, eth- ethnicities, religions, all that stuff. But it's like I just never... I just went to a black-ass church... Um, you know, like there was like one, maybe one white person that was at my church, if that, um, and she always, 
Uh, maybe I should look it up before I say, because she wore, I don't know if she was Jewish and Christian. I don't fucking know. How you do this? <laughs> because <laughs> she was wearing a thing on top of her head. I'm going to pull it up. Maybe she was like, it was a de- denomination that she was. Probably. Isn't it like Pentecostal? Look, I don't want to mess it up. I don't know. So I never asked her. <laughs> right. Let me look it up. I'm going to look up the correct term because I don't want people to be like, oh, you're so ignorant. <laughs> um, a yam- a yarma- the yarmulke? Yarmulke, okay. So she would wear a yarmulke, but other than that, it was just like, and it was no Spanish people in my church either. Mm. Um, if it was Spanish women there, they would be with a black guy that went to the church, that was a part of the church. But other than that, it was just like, black people you know so and another thing we were talking about before we started recording was um I remember I was working at the Nike outlet back home um and this was when I was in college and again this was before I graduated because I know I mentioned that I didn't watch Hidden Colors until my last semester in college so this is before my last semester in college and like they, my coworkers, they would be like, cause my hair would be different. Like I would either have a weaving or my regular hair out or braids, whatever the case may be. And they're like, you know, they would say things like, "Oh, um, why is your hair always different? I didn't know. I didn't know that was you. Your hair looks so different." And it's just like it's offensive as hell for you to say that. And back then, I didn't know any better, so I would just laugh it off. You know, but it's like, now I'm like, I'm the same fucking person, you know? Don't be mad at me because you can't change your hair, you know? Like, or you can't do different styles, you know? Like, and I just felt, I don't know if they were trying to be like, like, they don't know that they're being offensive when they say shit like that. And it's like, now that I'm older and I know a little bit more about, you know, racism and, you know, things like that. Now I know how to say something if that ever happens again. So. Yeah, I think, like, the hair conversation, that's a whole, like, I don't know. That's something that I've kind of, my whole life has been kind of a conversation mm-hmm. or a point of, like, conversation with people with me because it's almost like, for example, I told you I went to school up north. It was extremely white school. And mm-hmm. there was a girl in one of my classes, and I used to talk to her casually and it just seemed like every time I talked to her, she just kind of played up. Like, it was, you know, with the neck and the, and the you so know. So, she like, was white? Yeah, she was white. And you know that she was from the middle of nowhere. So, you haven't been around black people. And this is what I mean by by when I say their point of reference is completely based on the media. And so, I don't think that people should, you know, people get mad at us when we say certain things about the way we're portrayed. But for some people, that's really their point of reference because they don't live around or see that. Right. And so, she made a comment to me one day. I, I had straightened my hair. She's like, oh, your hair is really long. I think she asked me, did I have weave in it? And I looked at her. I'm like, no, it's it's mine. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, oh, okay. So what do you mix with? Like, bitch, why? Yeah, why do I have to be? Why can't I just be black? And you sitting over here, your hair looks like hey, because you don't know (laughs) how to comb it. And it's crazy because it's like we know how to. It's like we know about them, but they don't know about us because it's not a requirement. We know how to take care of ourselves and groom ourselves a certain way. And we know how they should groom themselves a certain way as well. But they don't know certain norms about like, you know, I know when I was growing up, girls always thought it was weird like that I didn't wash my hair every day. Like, 
Mm -hmm. Hey, like I'm black. I don't have to wash my hair every day. Right, so it's just things like that, and you really see like how one sided a lot of these conversations are sometimes. That's funny because like I, I remember watching As Told by Ginger, and right, that's my whole thing. And I remember like they had to do a lice check or whatever. And I remember Jen, what's the black girl? Oh, Miranda. That was her name. I don't remember Miranda. It could be. I don't know. Just whatever it was. Yeah, it was something like that. And I remember, like, Ginger was, like, asking her, like, why she didn't have to get her hair checked or whatever. Oh, I think they checked everybody, but it was just, like, the girl was, like, I don't have lice. I'm never going to have lice or whatever. Uh And she was just, like, why? And then I remember, I don't know who ended up getting lice or whatever, but they just made it a big-ass deal because they were, were they teenagers? They were, like, in middle school. Really? I think they were. I feel like they were, were like ninth grade. They were like ninth grade or something like that. Yeah. Okay. But they just made it a big deal, and I just remember like I thought it was just so funny because it's like I never had to get checked for lice, like ever, like middle, elementary school, middle school, high school, never because it's like we don't wash yeah. our hair every day. We don't need to, you know, in order to keep it clean. And sometimes, like even if it is dirty, even if I go two weeks without washing it, it's just like. You know, my, I I don't like washing my hair a lot because I feel like it grows more when it's not washed, mm-hmm. but that's just me. Everybody's different, but I just think it's just so funny. Like thinking back, like we kind of did, like people did address this type of shit, but it was like, we was too young to fucking know or, or it was subtle. Like it wasn't yeah, made a big deal about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like my mother never, she never really sat down and talked to me about you know, like, racism and stuff, because, again, we didn't, you know, we didn't grow up around, oh, you know what? What? My mother did, she kind of did talk to me about it, but she never, like, really broke it down to me, because my grandparents, they live in a small town in Connecticut, they live in the woods, it's called Woodbridge, I know I mentioned this before, but my, and, like, I guess the town surrounding is called Amity, and my mother grew up she grew up in that town and she grew up she went to a predominantly white high school. So she experienced racism in high school. Um and she was I remember she was telling me like I don't know if she got into an argument with the guy, what happened, but I remember she telling me like this guy called her a black bitch, you know? And when she told me, I didn't really think anything of it, but it was just yeah. like, damn, like that's fucked up and I don't know I think she either told the principal. I don't fucking mm-hmm. know what happened. I don't remember. But but she never, She just told me a story, but she never really sat me down and was like, oh, this is what you're going to experience. But how was it handled? I guess that's what I'm more interested in. Like, what was the, like, backlash from it? Because I feel like she wouldn't have There was you. no backlash. Yeah, like, there wasn't a consequence. Right, there was no consequence yeah. for the guy. I don't know if he got suspended or what happened. I can't remember the exact details of the story but i remember her telling me about this because she was either one of few black women there and like everybody even to this day everybody on the street at my for my grandparents i think they may be like one or two black families Mm. and the rest are white and then i think there's like some asians and some indians on the street too but it's like she grew up around white people. She she had her experience. And this is like, I wish that she would have taught me. But it's like, again, she wasn't taught. My grandparents mm-hmm. weren't taught. Um, 
I feel like my grandfather was kind of taught because, like, he's from Greenville, South Carolina, and I remember, um, like, we would go to family reunions all the time. I haven't been since, like, 2010, but one of the family reunions we did have was in South Carolina, and I don't know if it's my great-great-great or whoever it was, but we went to go, like, there were some houses on plantations like you said mm-hmm. you yeah plant- i went to a plantation this weekend actually we can talk about that all right go ahead talk about your <laughs> well i guess like while we're still talking about like like upbringing i guess like something that i've encountered like growing up i always was in a, like academic competitions a lot of people don't know that people didn't know i was doing it while i did it She's but um <laughs> just like in academic settings like i'd be in these contests and say for example in high school it was a team of us. And like I said, I grew up around a very diverse like body. Mm-hmm. So everybody on the team, like nobody was white except one person. And that was my friend. I loved him so much. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, you know, a person of color. And so it was me and my two friends. We were, you know, three black girls. There was one other black guy. But he kind of like dances himself off from us. And I remember one time in particular, we had went out of town. Like not only were we dealing with the people when we would go to the competition like the other schools looking at us like mm-hmm. yeah they don't know anything you know uh, and that's something that I dealt with all the time which it didn't matter because it was like okay competition yeah, yeah it's like it's a competition like whatever mm-hmm. okay but um somebody on our team called our hotel room and we knew who it was he called us and was like hey we got some coupons for fried chicken you, y'all want to meet us at churches I'm on the phone like Really? And, and and the thing about it was, like, it'd be certain, like, little snide comments like that here and there. And, like, luckily we had each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it was the black guy's, like, duty to defend us. Right. But at the same time, like, they're cracking black jokes. But you you feel like you can distance yourself from us just because of, like, the male-female divide. And that's another thing, too. Like, I feel like niggas could give a whole dissertation about the racial construct in America. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you say something about misogyny, it's like, oh, I don't get it. Oh, that's stupid. Like, they don't see that it's translative. So I think that's valid too. And I think that's a good point because I feel like I didn't read the article, but it was something on, it was an article on Twitter and the guy, I don't know if a female wrote or whatever, but it was just saying like black men have privilege or something like that. And everybody's like, no, they don't. And I'm just like, y'all kind of do, but it's like, you don't feel like you do because you're black, but it's like at the end of the day, you're a man. I feel like black women get way more bl- backlash yeah. than black men. Like at the end of the day, so in some cases, it is their fucking duty to defend us because it's like we are the ones getting called names, being treated poorly. Like fucking, what's the bitch name? Sorry, <laughs> the woman's name on um, ESPN. ESPN, and I don't know much about her, but it's like I just saw that she just apologized. Well, not apologized. She was just saying like, "Oh, I deserve to be suspended," but it's just like, girl, why did you do that? Right? And it's like if you meant if you said it, you meant you it. meant that, yeah. right? You didn't deserve to be suspended, and I bet you if it was her colleague, he probably wouldn't have been suspended, or I don't know what they would have did, but it's just like. He, nine times out of ten, he probably wouldn't have been suspended. But, you know, even with that article, I didn't read the article, but I, I know what you you're talking yeah. about. It's kind of, I feel like it's easy to take things out of context. So, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know, like, in what context she said that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. But I could understand why she said that. Because at the end of the day, like, they really honestly and truly do. Yeah. Like, y'all get paid more than us. Yeah. Um... 
But I think what's counteractive to that is you always have those people that are like, okay, not me at this job. Like, it's always like a will not include me. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. And that's how I feel like there's such a divide between black people because it's like niggas always want to exclude themselves but it's like when it's convenient right and it's like i feel like if we stick together then we could be way more powerful you know when it comes to fighting back on racism or whatever and i I was watching this video and you probably saw it too because she was on twitter but it was just like this black guy was or it was a black woman no shade but um he was like telling the not this nazi guy like Trying to, like, be like, oh, why are you doing this or whatever? And it's just like, why? What the fuck don't you understand? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck don't you understand? The nigga is fucking racist, you yeah. know? Like, they fucking live off, they strive off the fucking racism. And they fucking, um, you know, they're fucking white supremacists. They yeah. think that they are better than us. It's like, what the fuck don't you fucking understand, my nigga? Like, yeah. what? Who got to explain it to you so you can fucking understand it? Like, white supremacy is real. Racism is, racism is fucking real. Like, yeah. they... All right. I should... I'm not going to generalize. <laughs> well, Racist white people don't... They don't fucking like black people. They don't fucking like Mexicans. And Mexicans be fronting like, oh, they... You know, like... Yeah, we the same White people like, yeah. you too, my nigga. <laughs> like, what are you color. doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But a lot of... I noticed that a lot of Mexicans out here, they look white too. And I've never seen that because all the Mexicans back home, they fucking yeah. brown. They ain't fucking white. Like, a lot of Mex... I'll be like, yo, are you Mexican? They be like, yeah, yeah. Mexican. I'll th- be like, oh, I thought you was white. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of Mexicans be like, oh, you know, fuck black people too. But it's like, fuck you too, nigga. Like, but you know, you know, I think like just like Hispanics in general, that's a in- very interesting demographic because you can have black Hispanics, you can have mm-hmm. white ones. And that causes a, a divide in itself because I feel like there's a spectrum. And I think that like, I'm, and I don't mean to sound like stupid or anything, mm-hmm. but I think that there's like black and there's white, and everything else in between is a degree of blackness. Like, of course, that's all it is. And so, when you talk about like these people who are blatantly racist, like these white supremacists, those are their beliefs. I think that it does more. I think that it's more helpful to combat the type of racism where, okay, you talk about like white supremacy. There are people who benefit from white supremacy but don't acknowledge. That they They're benefit privileged. from it. And I think that's more counteractive than, like, the people who are actually just like, okay, I don't like black people. Because, I mean, honestly, at that point, like, they've already made up their mind. They have their reasons, which may or may not be valid. But that just is what that is. But I think there's a lot of people who are just oblivious to, like, what's going on. And they white people really do live in their own world. Like, yeah. Yeah, they, they live in their own world. Like, um, just, like, tons of microaggressions, like... I had this guy in college, and he was really cool. He didn't mean anything bad by it. But and we nobody started talking corrected about, him. Yeah. Well, no, I corrected him. Oh, I'm not saying that you didn't, but, like, before. But before nobody yeah. corrected him because exactly. he thought it was the right thing to do. Right. So we were having a conversation, and he goes, well, you know, I don't see color. And, you know, that's what he had been taught. That's what his mom had taught him. And I don't think that it came from a malicious place. Mm -hmm. But at that time, like, as somebody I was cool with, I didn't take that chance to, like, berate him or be like, no, 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 that's wrong. I told him why it was wrong for him to say that. Like, look, you can't be dismissive of somebody's whole culture. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes, like, what they do when they say, like, oh, we're all equal, oh, we're all this, we're all that, they're choosing to, like, not see us for what we are and, like, our, you know, things that make us different. I feel like they say that... 
So it's like, oh, I'm not racist. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's all lives matter. Like when you say yeah. all lives matter, that's it's like a blanket statement. You're trying to make it seem like it's like oh, I'm not you're being racist. dismissive, yeah. but you're not acknowledging who has the upper hand right. in society and you know things like that. So I think that it's very like bad that they do things like that. But they don't. Again, they don't realize the harm in them having that idea about things. See color and recognize it and make it equal. Don't just, like, dissociate me. You know, right. everything about me is not like, oh, I'm black. It's right. not like, hey, y'all, I'm black. Like, right. every day, you know, like, I just be chilling. Like, I'm cool. But, like, there are certain things with being black. Yeah. Certain cultural norms. Just things that we think are okay. Things that we celebrate. Like, our, our ability to relate to each other in general is just, like, you can't. I think that it's very dismissive mm-hmm. to say something like that. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, again, like you said, it's like an all lives matter. And it's like, um, so I had the guy that, the psycho nigga I was living with, and his cousin was up here. Um, this is like episodes, decades ago. Not decades ago, but episodes ago. And when we recorded, like, she was, like, all lives matter, like, towards the end of the podcast. And I edited it out. And he was, like, oh, why didn't you leave that? I'm, like, because I don't fucking support that shit. There is, I don't believe in all lives matter. Um, I believe in fucking, right now, black lives fucking matter. And it's, like, it's sad because we, I feel like we still not getting the recognition recognition that we deserve you know as black people because it's like i almost feel like it's like a cry for help in a weird way it's like you know see us recognize us or whatever and it's like we still not getting it or nobody's like really fucking with us and it's like another conversation that happened on twitter and this was like this guy went to high school but he blocked me um well now I'm blocked but when I wasn't blocked we were like having a conversation he was just saying like um I think that he was saying like when black people say um ooh, when black people say black girl magic or you know things like that or black women or black boy magic whatever the fuck the case may be it's like we're saying like oh we're better than white people and it's like I don't believe that. I just feel like we're just recognizing who we are and how powerful we are and, like, that we are great because I feel like for so many years, like, we've been degraded and talked about and, you know, people have put us down. It's like, oh, black people do this, black people do that, but it's like mm-hmm. we're really fucking dope. And I think, I don't know where this whole wokeness shit came about. <laughs> I don't know when it's it fucking started. I kind of think it's pretentious. Like, it's almost like... Oh, everything is a social construct and we live in the matrix and the, like you know, yeah. like okay, bro, like just live your life. But but I do think that it's harmful to everybody to be an adult. Like I mm-hmm. there's a lot of adults that I've learned that are walking around here with like no informed opinions about the world like you know I think people pretty much kind of oh everybody has an opinion but no and imp- opinions are important because they really drive like rules and mm-hmm. you know like like I said like norms like things that we think that are okay but if we have a lot of people out here that don't have informed opinions it's like wow like right there's so many people who just don't know what's going on but I also think like it's important yeah like to do your own research like if I bet you if I call my grandparents right now and I'm like yo 
you know, black people were the first people on this earth, they probably wouldn't know shit because it's like mm-hmm. they were only taught fucking slavery. Like when I go to my family reunions, we fucking talk to who's the quote unquote historian of the family. Like he know, yeah, <laughs> like he knows funny. every fucking. <laughs> I swear to God, like because because what what'll happen is like the the family reunion will be for the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So. Friday is supposed to be like the quote unquote meet and greet type shit or whatever. Okay. Saturday you do whatever during the day, and then Saturday night is the banquet, and that's when he like will give out awards, and then they'll talk about the family history and shit. So he's the one. Like if you want to know something, like he's the one. And I wish that we would fucking know like where the fuck our family came from in Africa. Right. He only know about you know oh well this house was you know a slave plantation <laughs> shit you know right. so i wish that like you know i could have those conversations with my grandparents granted they're old as fuck so they probably ain't gonna be doing no fucking research mm-hmm. on you know <laughs> what happened before prior to slavery but i think it's important and i think that's why you know this whole being woke shit is like so popular because i feel like it's like, oh, well, you're educated, you know? You're educated yeah. enough to know more about slavery because I feel like, you know, we've been making a lot of slave movies, you know, just in general. Like, yeah. nobody fucking talks about what happened before slavery. Or sh- or after slavery. Because, I mean, look at, or um, after slavery. Look at Hidden Colors. That just came out. Right, that just came out. Like, do you understand? In like, the past five years, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, we never knew about this lady. And I've literally been studying math my whole life. Like, that's my whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of this lady. Never knew. Like, there were other people out there doing stuff like that. She's been doing it. Like, right, you know, exactly. never heard of her. And she's still alive. Right. Like, that's absolutely asinine. Like, Wait, you're talking about... Hit- Hidden Colors you know documentary or the fucking... The movie. The Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean. Yeah, that one. All right. I'm but, like, wait, Hidden Colors, that... Because <laughs> Hidden Colors is a documentary. Yeah, yeah. But Hidden Figures, I haven't watched that, so I can't... I don't have much to say. I just wasn't really interested in yeah. it, only because, like, I'm not a math or science person. And I heard it was good, but yeah, it was just, like... Good. It just didn't catch my Your attention. Yeah, my attention... Cause like I'm just not into that shit, but eventually I'll watch it. I don't know when, but um, it was it was pretty. I well I liked it just because that lady's still alive. Too. It has stuff in it that I kind of deal alive. with, like in school. Like yeah, I guess like you know I study what I study, and it's male, white male dominated. Right. So I go to class, and it's like this one class I'm in in particular. They just be hating on me, like. And I understand why. Like, I, I know why. Yeah, because But it's like, intimidated. I just mind my business. Yeah, you want more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what else was I going to say about... No, like, uh, so I went to that plantation Ooh, this weekend. It's cool. Oh, yeah, we didn't even finish talking so about that. So, I went bad. to the plant. No, it's cool. We were, like, meandering all over the place. But I went to the plantation this weekend in Louisiana. It was, um, I don't want to say it wrong. It was the hummus, hummus plantation. However you say it. Mm-hmm. It was like outside of Baton Rouge. And the plantation, I'm not going to lie, it was so pretty. Like they had, like it was kept up so nice. They had like the little store. Somebody was having a wedding. Don't know Looking? how to feel about that. <laughs> Were they black? No, they weren't black. That's and, like, so <laughs> weird to me. Like that I'm is not- weird. I'm not fucking getting married on a fucking plantation. There's no fucking way. Like, I... Yeah. Sorry, not to cut you off, but, like, 
I remember I was watching Teen Mom because, like, I love Teen Mom. Like, that's my guilty pleasure. And um, if you watch Teen Mom, you know Macy, the redhead. I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. Well, she's the redhead. She's from Tennessee. And um, she got married on a plantation. And I was just like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. Like, ugh. I don't know. I think just that's just fucking. They weird. had the chairs set up in the lawn. It looked like the silent auction on Get Out. Ooh, that's fucking. <laughs> but honestly, like after we toured it, like I could see why somebody would have a wedding. They're like, I'm not gonna lie, it was like super pretty. They had like all these timeless pieces, but something that stood out, like I went with my brother. Mm-hmm. Something that stood out. It's like we would go in each room, and the tour guide would tell us, like you know, different stuff. But, like, the first thing we'll look at when we see in the room, it's like they casually had, like, slave decorations in the room. That is so (laughs) fucking weird. We were waiting on her to, oh, okay, give the story about this. Give the story about that. They Mm -hmm. literally had a pool stick with, like, a slave head on it. Then they had, like, this potpourri bowl. And the thing that was holding the bowl up, it was, like, on the slaves' backs. We went to this whole room. It was a bedroom. Oh, it had pictures no. of slaves, like like paintings of them eating watermelon, and this lady with like a big mouth. They had like the bronze statue. The girl had nappy hair. It was the craziest thing ever. They even had so like what these. was she saying? Like what it was the tour like, saying? She like, was telling us everything else about the house the, except, except for, for the slaves. <laughs> but it's like it's a plantation. Right. So the only thing that oh, she had mentioned, weird. she was saying that. Um, she was telling us about the owners of the house, and she had said that they had estimated for as much sugar as they were uh, generating out of that particular plantation. They think that they reported that there was like a thousand slaves there, but based on the quality, the quantity of work, mm-hmm. they said that it was roughly about twenty five hundred, possibly. But I wanted to see the slave quarters. Like they didn't show us that. Yeah, but it's are like they still whole, up though? I don't know. Um, but she was like, I don't know. There's just like a whole bunch of like timeless pieces. They had like wicker body baskets in there they had like everything was the same and it was just crazy because it was like wow they i know that they had a separate slavery tour but what's crazy to me is so what made you want to the same tour right you know like why do we have to have a separate thing for you to talk about the history of the plantation if the plantation because they honestly probably don't want to talk about it that's number one Cause it's like, why wouldn't you include it in one fucking right. tour? And it's like, why does it have to be separate? Like, oh, okay, we don't want to hear about that. And that's what right. I mean when I say like, white people really live in their own world. Like, mm-hmm. they can just do stuff like that and omit what they want to omit, and it's right. all fine and it's cool to look at. I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty interesting. Um, why did I go? Um, we had never been to a plantation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my family is from Mississippi, so like. Yeah. My granddad, he lives in the country, and, like, I've seen, like, cotton fields and stuff. Like, he plants cotton and stuff like that. But that's, like, our family land. It's not like, oh, we had slaves on it. Like, no, it's just, like, yeah. they just do that out there. But we just wanted to see it. It was it was really pretty. Like, I was almost mad at how pretty it was. I didn't think it was going to be like that. Wait, so <laughs> what was in the fucking gift shop? Oh, the gift shop? They just had different things. They had, oh, my God, they had, like, this slave... Roots of Soul Food cookbook. They had all these cookbooks. They had that would fucking disturb me. I'd be like, <laughs> they had um... these um dolls. They were called Button Babies. But you know how like back in the day, like I guess they didn't have 
so many colors of fabrics. Mm-hmm. So it just make like black dolls. Like mm-hmm. it just be black. Like generally, like literally black. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, they had that. Mm-mm. Yeah, they had like jewelry. Um, they had a lot of books, but. Yeah, it was interesting. It's something I can say I did. I don't know if I would do it again, but she was telling us about how it was haunted. And yeah, it was it was interesting. I'm pretty sure it was haunted. Them slaves coming back to collect, With a my nigga. Right. What you mean? That's why I was like, when she sent me the stat, I was like, oh, she they was about like, to no, want them you. slaves about to get you. <laughs> like, no, we we can't, folks. Hell no, no, thank you. What else happened? Cause they gonna think I'm, I'm a joke. Think it was something else. I can't remember right now though. Oh, speaking of Baton Rouge, we're going to get into dating. Even though I, I know you fucking like, she's, I want to get on her level of over it. Like, I want to get to that point. Because, like, I feel like I'm over it, but it's like, I'm not over it, you know? I'm like, like I don't even, you know, because yeah, we've been out before. We talk about this shit, like, all the time. And it's like, you be like, you not even, I just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I got, I, look, I got my drink in my hand. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, she over it. I'll be out, phone be dead, I don't care. For right, exactly. <laughs> so, speaking of Baton Rouge, so, like, I told y'all last week, like, I was talking to this guy from Louisiana, and I'm just, like, annoyed. Well, I'm, oh, well slightly over it. I'll be over it probably by, by the end of the week. I probably won't be talking about it anymore. But I'm talking about it because, like, I just went off on a nigga yesterday because, like, I just feel like you're a fucking liar, you know? Like, and niggas be old as fuck, like, lying. you know, lying about yeah. stupid shit. And I, and he, I know he probably was like, this fucking bitch. But it's like, I didn't care. At that point, I was fucking mad. I was heated. And it's just like, when I go, when I'm heated and I know I'm supposed to be working on this fucking, you know, <laughs> expressing your feelings and saying, oh, I feel you this way. You gotta let them know how you feel. You see me mad. Like, if I gotta let oh, you yeah, know yeah, something, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you know. Right. But, like, the thing I'm working on with my therapist is, like, oh, you know, instead of going off, just think about, like, why you're mad. Is it, you know, logical why you're mad type shit or whatever. And it's like, I'm, you know, I went off because it's like I've expressed how I felt multiple times about this shit. And it's like, you still doing some bullshit. Now I'm fucking pissed. Now I'm calling this nigga all types of names. He fucking childish. You're a fucking liar. You dumb as fuck. Like, I don't call him all types (laughs) of names. And he was like... You know, coming with the fucking stupid-ass questions, like... Because I was saying, I feel like you was playing this whole entire time. He was like, tell me how I was playing. I'm just like, nigga, are you dumb? Like, what the fuck? Like, there's no need for you to lie to me. And I remember, like... And this is why I compare guys from the South, from the North so much, is because, like, I remember, um, like, last week he was saying to me, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be considerate of your feelings, so this is why... I didn't say this on the third. And I'm like, I don't need you to coddle me. I need you to be honest, you know? Like, and then if you were honest, then then I can make a decision from there instead of you just dragging me along saying what you think I want to hear instead of saying what you feel is in your heart, you know? Like, and that's why I'm just like, fuck these niggas because, like, I don't need you to fucking coddle me. I'm not sensitive, you know? I'm not saying that I'm not sensitive, but yeah. it's like, if you say... Oh, I don't want to do this or I don't want to do that. It's like, okay, boom, you don't want to do it. Yeah. And I feel like you should have said that from the beginning instead of, you know, just making all these broken promises that you know you wasn't, you was never going to keep. You know, you're not trying to say like, so 
that's why I'm upset. And it's just like, it just ha- it's just been going on for so fucking long. And it's like, I'm so dumb. I should have knew. And I'm, I think I'm more mad at myself for yeah. allowing myself to get, to let it get that fucking far. Yeah. Because like when we first started talking, I was just thinking like, you know, like I was just, I wasn't really looking to date anybody, you know? So it was just like, it wasn't like I came looking for you, nigga. Yeah. You, you know, you asked for my good. number. Like, yeah. you know, you know what I'm trying to say? So it's like, nigga, I don't need you to do nothing. Like, I just need you to be honest. And then from there, I could have made a decision of whether or not I was going to fuck with you. But you decided that, you know, like, oh, I'm going to drag this shit along or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And now, like, I'm upset at my fucking self, you know, more so than you because it's like, I should have knew this entire time, you know? But, you know, at this point, I'm just, like, over the fucking dating shit. It's just fucking stupid. Like, I downloaded (laughs) Tinder because, like, I wanted to promote my podcast. And then when I get bored, I will swipe. And, like, a couple niggas done asked me on dates. And I'm just like, I'm not here to date. And it's just like, I'm not because I feel like you're just going to waste my fucking time. You know? So I'm just, like, over it. And, like, people be like... You know, oh, you got to be more open, you know, with the whole dating shit. And it's like, I tried, but they just yeah, end up being like fucking what? stupid. Yeah, for what? You know, like, the last nigga that I was talking about from Baton Rouge, like, the nigga got three kids. I don't date niggas with kids, you know? That's not generally the guys yeah. that I date. I haven't dated a nigga with kids since high school, early college. And I talked about that before. But it's just like, it's a fucking hassle because, one, I'm fucking selfish, you know, like, you telling me, oh, you can't come or you can't do this because you're kids. I'm like, I'm pissed off. Because you don't have any kids. Right. I don't have don't, any kids. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what that feels like. And I feel like a lot of guys don't help you to understand either what, you know, having a child is. Because I don't fucking know. I don't have that obligation to be like, oh, I can't do this this weekend or I can't. You know, if we go out, it's just like, ain't nobody yeah. stopping us from really going out. We <laughs> right. just get up yeah. and fucking go, go, you know? Yeah. So, it's hard for me to understand. And I feel like, I, that's, I feel like that's where my issue comes in with kids. Is because, like, they don't try to make you understand either. So, it's like, that's why I'm just like, I feel like I'm very selfish when it comes to that, too. Because, like, fuck your kids. Not saying fuck your kids, but it's like, what the fuck that got to do with me? You know, like like that post you made, you was like, don't invite me to your baby shower. Oh, well, that post was because I just be feeling like bitches be feeling like, you know, their kids is more important than, you know, you graduate. Like, I feel like people glorify people having kids in a way. As more of like an accomplishment than like a choice. Right. And it's like, when you do something... You know, you with your life, you want this. I want the same type of energy. When you I know? do something, exactly. For me, I got you. Yeah. That's what I mean. And it's like no shit. Like I'm not saying like fuck your kids, but it's just like I don't care enough. You know. That's why. I mean, I have friends with kids, not close friends. Like all of my close friends, they don't have children. So it's like you know, we don't really have that whatever but it's like all of my friends that don't have kids they be like fuck kids you know like we don't fucking want <laughs> yeah, it's the not kids. time for that yeah it's not time for that so you know i don't understand what it's like to have kids i don't have children i don't plan on having children um anytime so even though i know my gynecologist you know what i hate what when gynecologists 
Because, like, before I got on birth control, my gynecologist... <laughs> She's laughing. I was laughing. I really because it's like, I can't believe she said this shit to me. She what would she like said? be like, oh, because like I was taking pills at first when I first, because like I went to, the first time I went to a gynecologist was before I went away to school. I was 18 years old and I wasn't on birth control. And then, you know, I started getting on birth control, but then I stopped because I couldn't take the, I couldn't remember to take the pills. So I just stopped completely. And then, like, when I would go back to see her, she would be like, oh, if you're not on birth control, Mm -hmm. you're going to get pregnant or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she would constantly say that to me every time I went. And I'm just like... What's she trying to see? Um, So she would constantly say that to me. And I'm like... I Sometimes I'd be like, girl, fuck you. But then, like, other times, (laughs) like, as I started, like, being more sexually active... Like, that's when I'm like, oh, shit, I need birth control. So I tried the patch. Couldn't do that shit either. Um, But I just think it's so funny. Like, well, not funny. I just think it's annoying that gynecologists, like, they pressure you into getting birth control. And it's like, I get the concern. But at the same time, I don't want, like, because next week I go to a gynecologist and I'm just like, I've had this birth control for the past five years because it lasts for five years, the um, Mirena. And I'm thinking about taking it out and not putting another one in because I'm not sexually active and I got it because, like, I was having sex with one person on a day-to-day basis type shit, you know? So it's like, I'm not, even though, like, I'm I'm thinking about taking it out, I probably still won't have kids because nobody's fucking texting me. Like, you gotta have sex. She said text. Did you say texting? Yes. <laughs> like, nobody's texting me. It's like, you gotta have sex in order to get pregnant, you know? So it's like, I don't plan on having children, you know? Sex? What's the sex? Right, exactly. What <laughs> the fuck is that? It? So, you know, I'm just like, whatever. Like, if I was having sex, like, with one person right now, like, on some day-to-day shit, I probably would get another one. But it's like... To me, it's, I don't see the point in it, but it's like at the end. And then part of me feels like, oh, I should get it because I feel like Donald Trump about to do some fuck shit <laughs> with the birth control or whatever, you know? So it's like, I don't know. I'm torn. But watch, when you stop caring, like when you just completely decide like, okay, whatever, watch you take it out and then you find somebody. Well, I'm going to just have to go back and get it. <laughs> if I do, but it's like, I just haven't got, I'm I like halfway don't care. About dating. Only, and I think I halfway don't care because I live by myself now, too. Okay. And it's like, at night, it's fucking lonely, you know? And it's like, I don't want to give in and be desperate and just have yeah. some, any nigga up in here, you know, yeah. at, the, at the end of the day. And I think, oh, you know, another thing why I say, like, the difference between men in the North and men in the South. So, the nigga from Louisiana, he gonna say to me one day, like, when I first moved into this place... He was like, oh, um, I'm about to record this shit on Snapchat. Okay. Or, um, <laughs> for the gram. So the nigga from Louisiana, I probably, I told us like one other person, but the nigga from Louisiana, he said to me one day, like when I first moved in, he was like, oh, like I know how women are. And I'm just thinking like, and it's no shade to women in the South, but it's like, I know me. And... You know, I'm older, and there's there have been times 
as a, a younger adult where I have been desperate and I just let any nigga do whatever the fuck he wants to do just because I felt like, oh, I needed to be loved. I needed to Some be with somebody. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But he was like, yeah, like, I know women. Like, he was like, you gonna have some nigga in here. You gonna move him in probably within the next two months. And I'm just like... What are you talking about? You don't, first of all, you don't <laughs> fucking know me that well to think, like... I'm going to just have any nigga up in this shit doing whatever, you know? Like, no, it don't work like that. I'm not that type of bitch. And I'm like, you must have been moved in plenty of times with women because... I feel like that, yeah. Yeah, and like, granted, this is my first apartment, but at the end of the day, even when I was living, when I had a roommate back in, you know, last year... Like, guys would come over, but nobody was staying the night. Nobody was coming over often type shit, you know, because it's just like, I'm not that type of woman. Like, I'm just not that type of person. Even when uh, college was different, because I was like 18, 19 years old, so it's like, whatever. But it's like, granted, I haven't had, you know, I haven't really lived on my own that long. But it's like, the times that I have, I don't feel like I've just had niggas over here just because like I didn't want to be by myself like I just feel like the type I don't know what type of women he used to but it's like obviously they're from the south I just don't do shit like that you (laughs) know I'll say this because I think honestly this was like my first year I really was like okay like I wouldn't mind talking to somebody because you know me how you was Mm -hmm. like yeah I'm just totally over it Mm -hmm. I've literally been like that probably my whole life just like Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about y'all but this year I was like no Mm -hmm. I'm working on being more open with people I'm gonna talk to people and then, it, like how you said, like when you're younger, it's certain stuff you do, and it's like it's okay because you don't young. know yourself. You don't really yeah. know any better. Right. But it's like once you said it, I, I got to a place where I kind of like you know certain stuff is not appropriate. Mm-hmm. So when you set that standard, like okay, this is what I'm gonna go for, and it might be some very like minimal, 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 minimal. But if it's I'll meet people, and it's like you can't even meet that. Like I met this guy at a party. Oh my. Well, I guess I could tell. I, 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 this is a good story. I think I told you this story. I don't remember. I tell it. So okay, <laughs> I was at a friend's house and she was having a birthday party, and I helped her plan the party. And one of the things that she said was she wanted everybody to be social. She wanted everybody to be drunk. You know, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's my friend. I'm gonna make sure everybody is having fun. So you was the so host. I'm kind of yeah. So okay. like that. I made the birthday cake. Like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. talking to people and. Like, as you spoke on it before, like, in Houston, when you go out, people are not social. So, it was kind of like... All right, so she's from... She's been... Well, you said... Yeah, I'm I'm from here. She's from Houston. This is just not me saying this, okay? So, in my... You know, just a little side note, I left for school, and then I came back, and, you know, I'm over 21 now, so it's like... I'm somewhere every week, and I see how it is. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Like, people, it's it's a contest, pretty much. Right. So, we're at this party, and I'm talking to people... And I don't know if maybe that's so uncommon that they took it as, oh, you trying to do X, Y, Z. But let me tell y'all what this man did. So I'm sitting down next to this guy. And I asked him, like, you know, small talk. like, Oh, oh yeah, you told me this. Yeah, what's ahead. your name? Like, yeah. what's your name? How old are you? Just basic. Just because I'm sitting next to you. Like, nothing else. Right. So I guess he took that like, oh, okay. You she must be trying to, to do something. So he's like, oh, uh, in a couple minutes, get up and go to the bathroom, and I'm going to go after you. Now, I don't care what I said before then, up until that point, but at the point that I said, no, nah, I'm good, Right. that was a stiff no. Right. So 
I guess some time had passed, and my other friend that I was with, she had went to the bathroom. So I get up and I go with her. The way the hallway is, you could see both of us going to the bathroom. So clearly, mm-hmm. you know, I ain't turn my head around and hit the wink. I ain't do the nod. I right. ain't do the, you know, none of that. Exactly. So we go to the bathroom, and she walks out first. I walk out after her. You know, the, the hallway was kind of narrow. Mm-hmm. He gets up. Walks me back into the bathroom, closes the door, locks it, and you know what happened? He whipped it out of his dingy drawers. But like, so I'm like, no, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. I guess I don't know. He thought I was drunk or something. He's like, oh, I thought you said maybe, nigga. Maybe you thought I said maybe, so that meant yes, right? So then at this time, because yes means yes, and no means motherfucking no. So, at the same party, um, it happened to be some other stuff going on. Somebody else who I was, um, who was at the party, I guess, I think guys try to, like, group girls together when it's convenient. Like, I feel like, like, when guys say things like, oh, you are what you attract, the birds of a feather, I feel like that's so dismissive. Like, they only do that when it come to us. Right. Because so, it's like, oh, because your your friend is a hoe, you got to be a hoe, too. Right. Or she might not even be a hoe. She might just be having fun. Like, right. what I do? What she going to do? That's still going to be my friend. Right. Because everything we do, we got to be a hoe. We got to. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. I guess some other activities were going on to lead this other guy to believe that I was going to be with it. So, I'm like, okay. This guy sits down and talks to me. He's like, oh, um... He was just asking me, like, why you don't have no boyfriend? Why you single? You know, this, that, and the third. I'm like, oh, well, because, like, y'all can't even... I can't get past the talking phase. Like, can you Mm -hmm. take me out somewhere? I just feel like, at the time, like, I'm working two jobs. I'm in school. Like, I'm doing all of these things. I don't Mm -hmm. even sit at home by myself. So, why would I sit at home with you and I don't know you? Right. So, he's like bartering with me like okay if we go to the park is that a date if we go out and eat and you pay for it is that a date like i'm just like what for real like this is the stuff that is said to me and like i'm just like wow like you're grown so fast forward we found out like he had like two new babies and he tried to talk to somebody else i knew like the same night because i guess i I, my standards was too high because i'm like oh you got to take me somewhere what but you got two new babies but you bartering with me over what's okay he probably and what's can't not afford okay. it because he got two fucking babies. Two babies. Two new ones. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting out there. It's, it's a lot of entitlement going on out here, I think. It's, yeah. I think because guys feel like, because I see this a lot on Twitter. Guys be feeling like, oh, well, she's about to use me. You know, for food. You don't and have shit. nothing to be used for, though. Like, right. <laughs> so she's about to use me. So it's like I'm not about to let her use me. But it's like I mean, you know, everybody gets used. I've been used plenty of times, and I've used guys plenty of times too. And like, I don't feel bad about it because it's like, you know, if you're gonna waste my time, if you're gonna be a stupid nigga, at least let me get something out of it. You know, yeah. that's how just how I feel because I feel like I've been dating for so long and I've dealt with so much fuck shit. It's like I don't give a fuck about how you feel because it's like I just been in so many situations and it's like as I get older and I know people feel like, oh, I'm a gold digger or whatever. I don't give a fuck. But it's <laughs> like, you know, as I get older, I feel like if we're talking, having sex or whatever, 
I should be able to ask you for some money. I should be able to ask you, oh, get my tire fixed or whatever. Like, if anything happens to me, if you fucking laying up in my shit, oh, nigga, you you paying up. You get what I'm trying to say? You paying for something, you know? And... Like, that's not my intention, like, going into it, but it's just, like... It's, like, you don't want to put a price on yourself, but you don't... You don't want I'm to be not going to be fucking you. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to be yeah. fucking you, and you just can do whatever you want, say whatever yeah. you want, just do... You know, just do whatever without me getting anything in return, because you're getting something from me. Yeah. So, why can't I get something from you? That's, how, that's just how I go into this shit. You know, not off top, but it's just, like... I can't fuck you if you just gonna be doing whatever. Like, yeah. you, you feel like you could do whatever, say whatever without me getting something. Like, you know, like, a lot of celebrity women that get cheated on, they stay. Why? Because they nigga got money. <laughs> Nine times out of ten. They ain't staying with no broke nigga. Yeah. Like, you ain't gonna treat me like shit and then... And I'm not, you know, justifying, yeah. but it's just like... Nine times out of ten, that's why they fucking stay in. But you know what's a good point, though? Um... Because I, I probably get on this nerves about this. Because I'm super like, okay, these niggas say you got to be one way, but you don't have to be like that. Like, I don't right. know. I'm very like, okay, I'd rather just be by myself. Mm-hmm. But um, that post with Gucci and Keisha K.O.R. Mm-hmm. talking about some old stay down. Like, okay, you know, go through this, go through that. And I just was like, wow. And so this guy on Twitter, he made a good point. He was like, okay. These girls that sit up here and complain, like, oh, okay, it's never the same. You know, it's never mm-hmm. both ways. But what could happen is you could just not be that way if you don't want to. Right. So it's like they literally, I don't know, it's like they tell you. I feel like to guys, they're so, like, logical. Like, two plus two is not equal four. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we try to be, what's, I don't know, what, objective? Is that the right word? About what? Just in general, like, I feel like females a lot of females are just like super caring like how you was like i don't care i know a lot of girls that's not like that like they look at things so conditionally Mm -hmm. i feel like you need to just look at okay this is apples this is oranges proceed from there but you want to look at it from different angles because you want to get the benefit of the doubt and you want to like oh well maybe he's like this because that like no like yeah yeah and i think that's one of the things like i'm also struggling with because like you know, I'm working on being vulnerable, and I talked about this early on Twitter. Like, I'm trying to be more vulnerable when it comes to dating, even when it comes to, like, friendships and shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, this one nigga, like, you know, I decide, like, okay, I'm going to be a little open. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be transparent because, like, at the end of the day, like, if we're not dating, I don't have to be honest with you. But because, not saying like that, but it's just like... But because I feel like, you know, I thought it was going somewhere, I was honest, and I felt like I was being a little bit open, and I feel like that's where the whole benefit of the doubt thing comes in, too, because it's like, oh, you know, I'm being, you know, I feel comfortable with this person, so it's like, you know, they're not going to do no stupid shit, but it's like, you know, they end up doing some stupid shit, so it's like, for me, it's like, back to the fucking... You know, I'm not doing it no more. The fucking, I'm not being open and honest with you. Not saying open and honest, but it's like. I get what you're saying. I'm not going to be that. Right. So, like, okay, you be honest to everybody, but, like, certain stuff you don't have to disclose because that's not what it is. Right, exactly. Certain stuff is not your business. I'd rather keep it to myself. Right. Knowing, you know, that you're not going to either be around long term and, you know, I gave this nigga the yeah. benefit of the doubt because it's like, okay, 
be more open about dating. Be, you know, and that was just that was just my bad on my part. So it's like I'm not going to solely blame it on him because, you know, for me when it comes to like especially like this past year, I have sabotaged mad relationships. <laughs> you know, like because I either went ghost on niggas because I felt like, oh, we were getting too close. So I would just stop contacting them, you know, if they text me, I just that wouldn't. Sucks. I know. That's why that I'm just sucks. like, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. And it's like, when I decide to be vulnerable, the nigga just end up being fucking stupid, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm working on it. I don't know how long it's going to take, but whatever, you know? I don't know. Either way, I just want to get to the level of Aerie and me on some, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't even want no dick. Like, it's I don't like, even want to have sex. Like, I really don't at this point. She's like, I don't even want to have sex. Like, why? I don't know. I think it's just like. like I want to, but it's just like, is it even yes, worth it? it's going to be worth it. Like, right. bro, like, it's going to be okay as fuck. It's just yeah. tired. It's exhausting. Like yeah, nah, yeah. I don't know. Like I get bored sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know, I just have my me time. You know, I go on my little concerts. Right. I go and I eat and I just you I know about that do movie. whatever. Like, but I guess I just be patient until it happens. Like, right. <laughs> what else can I do? I don't have patience. That's another thing. Like I'm working on patience too. Bear with me. Um, but yeah, I'm trying. You know. Um, Dating is very sucky, and it it really is. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of the times, it's either niggas, like, they're moving too fucking fast, or they're moving too fucking slow. Yeah. Or they just don't like, want anything. Or they don't want anything from you, or it's like they just want to have sex, and they're just not upfront about... Okay, this is th- this is what I want from you, type of shit. Or no, or some of them is like they'll say it, and then once you respond in the way you respond, it's like, oh, well, you can't take the truth. Well, damn, I don't have to want to do it with you just right. because you said that's what it and was. And it's like it's not that I can't take the truth. It's just like I maybe don't want I'm it from not, you. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> I'm just not interested in having sex with you. You know, in particular, and it's like it's no shade, but it's like it is what it is. No, shit. but you know what I noticed? Like, I know you had spoke on that hookah, the the, the guy with the hookah. <laughs> Yo, that like, nigga was a fucking. But what ball. was funny to me is like I went home and I was really thinking about it because really he did that because he was mad at how I responded what to did him you say? because I don't know what happened. <laughs> so he came over there and was like, "Yeah, you know," he said whatever. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, curly hair. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, let me know if you need something X, Y, Z. Now, mind you, we already had a tab open. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really like that. Like, I don't know. Like, Shit, I, I am. Can- oh, you need? Oh, let me know. Okay, uh, me and my friends, we want three fucking shots. Well, I didn't want to go over there. Because yeah, he, yeah, like, yeah. he was like, yeah. like He was weird to Yeah, he was off, weird. Off job because it's like, how you the host? But you and you not interacting with no with nobody. Oh my god, that shit blew so my. Okay. He was like, so at the point where he kept on coming over there, he was like, "Hey, do y'all need something?" Blah blah. And so that's when he was like, "Oh, let's go." Um, do y'all want to do hookah? So I was like, oh, "Okay, cool." So he said stuff to me, and he bust out talking about some. Yeah, I want you now, mind you. We haven't had no conversation really. Like I said, two sentences to you. You said what you said to me. We got each other number, but like, okay, like other than that, you haven't said anything. And me, I'm so like 
out of it. Like, I'm so, like, I don't flirt. I don't go out with anybody. I don't talk to anybody. So, when people just, like, say bullshit, like, it is funny because I'm like this over text, too. Like, I could be really short, and it's not on purpose at all. Right. But so, I looked at him when he said that, and I said, oh, okay. And that's what he got. He was like, oh, I could just tell you full of shit. But, like, you weren't talking about anything. Right. And then that's why I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm kind of done smoking the hookah. Y'all were done. Yeah. This nigga takes, picks up the hookah and takes it to a table that already had a hookah on it. Like, you were that I ain't never seen no shit like that in my life. I but he hit me you. up, though, like, the next day. And said what? I want to see you. But I, I would have been like, what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? I just... You're grown. I'm sure you're not talking to him. Yeah, anymore. of course not. Like, yeah. But every now and then, I do like little petty stuff. Like, oh, there was this one guy. He, like... I guess, long story short, like, he used to try to talk to me. Like, he used to try to kind of put me down in a certain way. But, but basically, I felt like he was mad because I didn't like him. But you didn't give me nothing to like. You knew what I wanted from you. I knew what you wanted from me. Like, it was one of them kind of things. But you was mad because, like, I guess that's just what it was for me. Oh, wait. Give me one second. Yeah, I'll be tipping, too. People be acting like I don't know how to tip. But, okay, so, basically, I decided that I didn't want to deal with him no more. Just because I didn't like the way he was talking to me. Mm-hmm. The, just, like, certain things he would say. And then, like, every now and then, like, he would hit me up, and I just would ignore it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I would say, oh, I'm busy doing something. But then, like, after a while, like, enough time will pass. I'll be like, hmm, I kind of want some attention. So, I just, like, text him. Mm-hmm. What you doing? No, no intention on replying back. This nigga called me like three times. Let's put voicemail. I'm trying to like get off of that because like I might not want nothing to do with you because I see that you don't mean nothing. Yeah, but you but, just want somebody like, to talk string to. It, well, no, it won't even be that. Like, oh, <laughs> girl. I just string it along just to see because it's like I feel like I gotta get back at you by wasting your time because you wasted mine. Yeah, because <laughs> you wasted mine. I know you. That got me thinking of all petty <laughs> type of shit to do like. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, like, oh, maybe I should do that to home. No, I stopped doing it. Like, so now I'm just, like, it's super dry over here. Like, it's cool, though. Like, I'm chilling. (laughs) I feel you. It's just, like, and I feel like a lot of people that are in relationships, they make it seem like it's something wrong with you that you're not in a relationship. Or, like, like, that it's so easy to just find somebody. Right. And it's like, I've had boyfriends before, so it's like, I, it's like, I haven't been single all 26 years of my fucking life, you know? But it's like, I've had a boyfriend, they haven't worked out, just like some of your relationships haven't worked out, yeah. but don't try to downplay my shit, because well, like, like... It'd be the people that's been together since like, 8th grade prom, like... You no, don't even know. be those people, <laughs> it'd just be like, oh, well my man does... I'm like, bitch, fuck you, like, you know, like, fuck out of here, you know? Yeah. My... You know my imaginary nigga. He he he's good everything nigga I want. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then when I get a nigga, you're gonna be that. No, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not that fucking petty. Cause like when I did have a boyfriend, like I remember the first time like I really got into a relationship like in college, like I was really like all about this nigga. I didn't hang out with none of my friends because. I never really had a... Like, I had boyfriends in high school, but it was never anything like... Like, one of them was serious, but, like, nothing, yeah. like, crazy. But it was, like, 
I cut everybody off. Like, I was that girl, you know? See, I, like, I always end up on, like, the other side of that. Because I mm-hmm. never was boy crazy. I never, like, I don't know. Like, it's only been, like, a few people over time. And I was like, oh, okay. This person seemed interesting. Right. And I just always hated that because I just feel like, and maybe I just, I don't know, maybe I've, I don't know why I feel like this, but it's like, okay, the difference between like a boyfriend and a husband. I feel like people be trying to treat their boyfriend like a husband. So like, yo, I feel honestly, like, yeah, truly, yeah, like, bro, that's why. And it's just like, I feel like they're all social relationships. Like, exactly. I'm not saying that your boyfriend not as important as your friends, but if you've been friends with somebody, like, that's how I feel <laughs> too. And like, you know, when I was dating this guy, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Again, I was young as fuck. And but nobody ever really complained, but I was just that I was that girl yeah. that cut everybody off and was just like, oh my nigga this, my nigga that yeah. type shit or whatever. Like we never hung out with my friends. It was always with his friends or we hung out alone together, yeah. you know? And we would see either we would talk every fucking day, all fucking day, or you know, when I cause I was at school part of the time we were dating, or when I went back home to live. Like, we were hanging out every fucking day type shit. Yeah. Like, he would pick me up from school or pick me up from work or whatever because I didn't have a car back then. So, it was just like, you know, we were always fucking together. And then my last boyfriend, I would include everybody, you know, okay. because I saw... Because, like, I've been that friend on the other side, too, yeah. that I was like, oh, you try to hang out with this person yeah. and... You know, they always with they nigga. Like or they can't make no time for you. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, but this time around, me and my ex, like, he, like, all my friends liked him. So it was never an issue if we did group shit together. Um, so it was never an issue. And it's like, you know, he either wanted to be included. He was super introverted, too. So it was mm-hmm. like, sometimes he wouldn't even want to come out. But it's like, just to hang out with me, Yeah, he would do it. But it's like... You know, moving forward, like dating, or if I ever get a boyfriend again. She said, "If I ever, oh my god, I really don't know." Like you I feel like it's just not in the cards for me right now, and I feel like it's God saying, like, just fucking focus on yourself and focus on what you really want to do. You know, because it's like I feel like if I'm, cause like I'm not saying that I'm not busy, but it's like I feel like. If I was focusing on, you know, more important shit, I probably wouldn't even be thinking about this shit, yeah. you know? Because yeah, definitely. I feel like there's some women that be like, boyfriend, like, yeah, I don't fucking, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. So, like, I'm trying to get to that point where it's like, especially in my career, where it's like, okay, I'm just, I don't even have any free time to fucking date, you know? So... I don't know. I, I think don't people know. make time for what they want to make time for. But that like, too. Hey, that's a good point, though. I think that maybe it's just a sign, like... And this is my personal opinion. I think ideally, like, when you decide to get with somebody, like, y'all shouldn't be each other whole life. Mm-hmm. Like, let's both independently have lives. And right. we just like each other. So, maybe that's just, like, okay, work on what you're doing so that when you do meet somebody, they'll have as much going on as you do. Mm-hmm. And it could both be a profitable situation for both of y'all. Not necessarily, like, money-wise, but just on some companionship type. Yeah. Because I feel like... You know, I would want somebody, I would want to date somebody that's either, you know, doing something similar to what I'm doing. I would prefer, but obviously I know it's probably not going to happen nine times out of ten because it's like I want somebody that's going to understand and, you know, root my shit on because I feel like some of the guys that I've been dating, like, they just... I'm lying. Some guys have been supportive, yeah. um, but I've obviously sabotaged those relationships. No, don't <laughs> because be cool. Of- like, niggas be hating. Like, like how I was telling you that guy, like, I just felt like, 
he would try to put me down and just say certain things, but he couldn't though. Like mm-hmm. it's just like it wouldn't hurt my feelings. Like I yeah. mean, I got to a point where I was like, okay, you shouldn't really be talking to me like that. But at right. the time, I really didn't care because I yeah. was like, you know, I'm my own thing in itself. Like, right. you know, whatever. But uh, niggas be hating. Low like, key, niggas be I hating. Feel, <laughs> and now that I think about that, like this one guy I was talking to, um. We were talking, like, at the beginning of the year, and I remember, like, when I started to get serious about this whole fucking podcast and shit, I'd be like, yo, I cannot, like, this nigga would want to talk all the fucking time, and I'm just like, I felt like he was doing that because it's like, you know, he wanted me to not do what I wanted to do because he wasn't doing shit with his Uh life, you know? He wanted me to be on the same wave, but it's like, no, nigga, I cannot be sitting here on the phone with you for five fucking hours at nighttime where I could be doing other shit, you know? Uh-huh. And it's like, he was... Who he, grown and have things to do with that time want to talk all the time? Right. <laughs> and, like, I think that's another thing that I, sh- that I be struggling with, with dating because it's like, I don't want to talk to you on the phone all day, every day, but it's like, if we have the opportunity to spare 20, 30 minutes, okay. Yeah. You know, but it's like, I'm not talking on the phone with you for hours at at nighttime because like either I'm doing this or I'm trying to do something else research whatever the case may be or and I feel like a lot of people don't understand at the same time is like with this whole podcast and shit like you have to be active on social media and it's like it may sound stupid but it's like I have to be it's a platform yeah I have to be active whether I'm fucking talking about my shit or whether I'm talking about fucking loving hip-hop you know, because, yeah. like, if people see my opinions or if I say something interesting, you know, they're going to want to gravitate towards me type of shit. That's how I just be thinking. What you looking at? No, I'm just making sure. Oh, there's nobody out there? <laughs> shit, I hope not. The fucking storage door is fucking you can't open. Even... Oh, okay. That's probably why it's look, look creepy as fuck. But, um, you know, I feel like people just don't understand that aspect of it because it's like social media is a fucking platform. Like, nobody is... Nine times out of ten, like, for, you know, media, nobody's applying to get the job. Mm-hmm. They're, the people yeah. that are in, you know, these offices, iHeartRadio, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, they're looking on social media to see who the next person is type shit, you know? Yeah. So, I have to be on social... Not saying I have to be, but it's like, I need to be You active. have to be a personality. Right, exactly. Because yeah. if not, my shit gonna be overlooked, you know? So... I don't want to be on the phone for hours at a night, but it's like, let's talk about our day right quick. Boom. And then hopefully we get the opportunity to hang out in person type shit. Yeah. (sighs) But whatever. I'm exhausted talking about (laughs) dating and shit. I feel like you could write a book and I think that you just should. Like, (laughs) at this point. I'm not good at, yo, I'm not good at writing. And I know I talked about the fucking, I was supposed to be writing for this website and I just told the guy on Friday, I was like, I can't commit. I can't. I try. And it's like when I got, because I went to work Friday, went to a job interview. I was there for like an hour and a half. Then I came home, got grabbed my stuff, went to go do laundry. And I'm at the laundromat for two fucking hours, you know? So yeah. it was like when I got home, I don't want to do shit. And the deadline was on Friday. And obviously, I waited till the last minute to do the shit. So, so you so trying to do it anyway. Exactly. So it's like, I'm like. And what I was said, it supposed to be about? I was trying to write about the whole fucking Keisha Kaor thing and Gucci Man, like about how I was trying to say like loyalty, like when is loyalty too much? Like when yeah, are you being too loyal? Line. Yeah. So 
I was just like, you know what? I don't think it's going to be a good fit for me. Because, like, even when I was in school, I had a journalism minor. Well, I didn't finish it, but... Mm -hmm. I was just like, I hate writing. Yeah, but, like, a lot of my class and my communication classes, like, I did have to write a lot, but we also had to do a lot of presentations, too. Okay. So, I just know that I don't enjoy writing. I enjoy writing for myself. Right. But for other people to read, I'm not good at that shit. You know? You could have wrote a lot about that, though. I could have, you but I started, it, that. I started writing it on Thursday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish it tomorrow. But I just, yeah. when I got home, I was like, fuck was like, that. nah. And I didn't want to keep disappointing him because I know how it feels to be like, you ask somebody to do something and they don't commit to it. So that I just told him, like, right now it's just not working out for me. Right. And I, like, I didn't want to keep stringing him along, uh-huh. you know, to be like, oh, I'm going to do it and I don't end you up doing do it. it. Yeah. That, that's the way everybody should be. You knew you couldn't do it. Right. So and you I knew you couldn't do when it. When he asked me to do it, I was like, oh, yes, this would be dope, you know. <laughs> but then when I started writing, I'm like... What am I really doing? Exactly. Yeah. I don't really enjoy that shit. And that's why I'm not in fucking grad school. Because what the fuck? I don't want to fucking, you know. Be right. Yeah, exactly. All right. We talked a lot. Um, yeah, we did. We talked a lot. This is a whole ass conversation. Right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap this up because I know Ari has to get to work. So, um, you know, again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I don't know what episode this is, but whatever. Um. Yeah, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at I'm five foot two. Um, you can be added to the Facebook group Facts of Life. Uh, what else? I don't really have anything. Oh, I have stuff. I'm working on shit. Um, obviously I can't talk about because nothing's set in stone. But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. Um, where can they find you on? If you like, want them to find like, you on well, social media. You're not that big of a deal. Like, I'm just regular diggler. <laughs> but, um, what's my Twitter name? Um, it's As Told by Ari. It's spelled A-S-T-O-L-D-A-R-I-E. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's okay. my Snapchat, too. So <laughs> She funny as shit, y'all. Y'all be saying it, but I really No, because you be like, I feel like your funniness is like, you be digging deep. Like in the mind and shit, becoming like, I'm like, yo, I didn't think of that shit, but that shit funny as fuck. Like, that's where her like comedy comes from. So yeah, follow her. She funny. Like niggas don't see it now, but niggas gonna see it. Yeah, y'all gonna feel me. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Again, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm your host Zakia, and this is Facts of Life. I'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>